Good morning, I'm Nathan and this is Word in Motion. James 1 compares someone who hears the word and does not act to a man who looks in a mirror and immediately forgets what he saw. But the one who looks and perseveres, it says, being no hearer who forgets, but a doer who acts, he will be blessed in his doing. This is a pod for looking in the mirror each day, seeing our imperfect selves, making one change each day to live and love as God intended. Happy Monday. Welcome to the next to last episode of this season. We'll finish Acts today, actually, and then put a wrap on the book tomorrow before breaking for the holidays. Before we read the conclusion of Acts today, I want to remind you of something from the early days of the early church. Acts 4, the persecution of the church, began almost as quickly as the Holy Spirit came, and the first Christians started sharing Jesus. Peter and John were arrested and then released. And the believers gathered to pray. But they didn't pray for protection. They didn't pray for relief from persecution. What they prayed for, Acts 4, starting in verse 29, says, And now, Lord, look upon their threats and grant to your servants to continue to speak your word with all boldness. While you stretch out your hand to heal, signs and wonders are performed through the name of your holy servant, Jesus. They prayed for boldness. With that in mind, let's see what Paul does upon finally arriving in Rome. Pick it up in Acts 28, verse 17. After three days, he called together the local leaders of the Jews, and when they had gathered, he said to them, Brothers, though I had done nothing against our people or the customs of our fathers, yet I was delivered as a prisoner from Jerusalem into the hands of the Romans. When they had examined me, they wished to set me at liberty, because there was no reason for the death penalty in my case. But because the Jews objected, I was compelled to appeal to Caesar, though I had no charge to bring against my nation. For this reason, therefore, I have asked to see you and speak with you, since it is because of the hope of Israel that I am wearing this chain. They said to him, We have received no letters from Judea about you, and none of the brothers coming here has reported or spoken any evil about you. But we desire to hear from you what your views are, for with regard to this sect we know that everywhere it is spoken against. Let's stop there for a second. That was verse 22. Paul has been one of the first intentionally preaching to Gentiles, but here he calls the Jewish leaders together. This is the type of people who've been most aggressively against him, most intentionally, obsessively sought to stop him or kill him. Now, this group in particular in Rome hasn't heard about him, but they're interested. They're curious. Even here in Rome, God is opening doors for Paul, giving him an audience where many might be afraid to speak. Question on the side before we continue, who are your, quote, Jewish leaders? If you were going to intentionally share your faith with people, who would you go out of your way to avoid? Because Paul here is going out of his way to speak to the very types of people who have been most threatening to him. Continuing in verse 23, When they had appointed a day for him, they came to him at his lodging in greater numbers. From morning till evening he expounded to them, testifying to the kingdom of God, trying to convince them about Jesus, both from the law of Moses and from the prophets. And some were convinced by what he said, but others disbelieved. And disagreeing among themselves, they departed after Paul had made one statement. The Holy Spirit was right in saying to your fathers through Isaiah the prophet, Go to this people and say, You will indeed hear, but never understand, and you will indeed see, but never perceive. For this people's heart has grown dull, and with their ears they can barely hear, and their eyes they have closed, lest they should see with their eyes and hear with their ears, and understand with their heart, and turn, and I would heal them. Therefore let it be known to you that this salvation 
of God has been sent to the Gentiles, they will listen. He lived there two whole years at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. I love this ending to the book because the story isn't resolved per se. Jesus' instructions in Acts 1-8 offer no quote-unquote, be my witnesses until. Even here in Rome, there's no resolution but a sense that the story goes on, that Paul will continue to proclaim Christ everywhere to everyone who will listen. And all of these churches he's visited along the way proclaimed Christ everywhere and to everyone who would listen. And today, wherever you are, we proclaim Christ, not until we achieve some measure of success, but ongoing. And spoiler alert, we will still be his witnesses, his workmanship created in Christ Jesus, even when he returns. Even in eternity, we still will be pointing each other to him, glorifying him. We just get to do it in his presence. As I pray for you today, that you would simply take the next opportunity and the next one How this person responds doesn't change the purpose of your life or the purpose of your relationship with the next person. I pray for you that every relationship is a disciple-making relationship. And it might take years. Some of those relationships might go on for years before you even get to Jesus as you're building trust. And those relationships might be three minutes long. Some of them might be 20 seconds long. You're just one person putting Jesus in someone's mind, and maybe the next person gets to invite them to church, as I like to say, and maybe the 20th person in line gets to pray with them, and you get to bump into them in heaven and celebrate together. Isn't that enough? Isn't that worth any risk? Let me pray for you. God, thank you for this story. Thank you for this path as we've walked with Paul. Thank you for the boldness we see answered prayer, Lord. You answered prayer as they prayed early on as the persecution was just beginning for boldness. Lord, that they wouldn't be afraid of persecution or afraid of those who would come against them. Lord, and we see how you answered that prayer as we see Paul speaking with boldness all the way to the end of this book. Lord, we ask the same for us, that you would give us boldness to speak. Boldness to build relationships with the purpose of making disciples, God. Show us how. Give us the audiences. Give us the open ears and eyes of the people that we would interact with to proclaim Christ until he comes, Lord. And then as as we go into eternity in your presence, that we would continue to glorify you and proclaim Christ to each other in celebration. I thank you for that future to look forward to in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, we're going to put a bow on the book of Acts tomorrow. So come back for that one, and then we'll take a short break for the holidays. Hey, I'm Nathan, and this is Word in Motion. Have a great day.